You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey there, friends. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and it is a big, exciting day today because not only is it the five-year anniversary of my company, Chic Influencer, that I started with my business partner and one of my top leaders in my network marketing company, but we're also 24 hours away from our live in-person workshop. Now, if you live in the Pittsburgh area and you're catching this podcast episode, I want you to know we've got just four tickets left for our event tomorrow night. We're really walking women through how to figure out your niche, your who is your target customer on social media for your business, and how do you create content for social media that attracts that person, that gets them to trust you, and then ultimately helps them make a decision to partner with you and buy your products, your services, or the experiences that you have to offer. Now, we're doing this event tomorrow night. It's live. It's in person. I'll drop the Eventbrite link for you. You can grab the information about that event, and it is not being streamed live, so make sure you check that out. Now, number two, it is the five-year chic anniversary, five years. And I'm just going to start out by telling you a quick story before we dive into the episode today. You know, five years ago, about, you know, five years and a month ago, Katie and I sat on my office floor with big white pieces of paper and we started to map out the company. We said, if we were to offer services, what would be the service that we would want to provide? How could we help women navigate the messy middle of business ownership? And so we started to go through this process of saying, we can help women who struggle with spouse support, and we can help women who struggle with organization and time management and productivity, discipline, mindset, social media. And so We thought of all these ideas and then we launched Chic Influencer in December of 2019. And we really sat down and said, okay, we're going to start with a community and we're going to help women to navigate that messy middle. We're going to do monthly trainings and we're going to have this space where people can come in and learn from us. And we're going to do Q and A's and people are really going to get to work with us and we're going to help them you know, build this success. And so we didn't even specifically say it was going to be network marketers. We said any business owner. And we were kind of wanting to step out of network marketing and work with just business owners in general. But as we got into it, we found ourselves straddling this line of, wow, we have this really big following of network marketers. 
And we also have this growing following of business owners. And after a few years, we started to recognize that this straddling the line of two target audiences was hurting our scalability. And so like we teach our customers that do work with us here in Chic Influencer to niche down, we niched down. And over the past five years, we've tried on lots of different services from social media management to Instagram consulting to framework masterminds, one-on-one coaching, business mentorships, our community. You know, uh, we've lots of things that we've done, in-person live events. And here we are at year five And we're really just finding the sweet spot after all of these years of trying different things on. And so many people in their career think if they didn't figure it out in the first six months, they're behind, they're they're losing, they're not going to be successful. And I, it always makes me laugh because here we are five years into it and we've achieved a lot of success in the business, but I actually feel like we're just getting warmed up and really the best is yet to come. So with that being said, here we are going into a new year and we're really reflecting on the this year and 2023 and what we've accomplished and what's worked and what hasn't worked and we've made some really big exciting decisions for 2024 and i want you guys to be one of the first to know we're working on something big it's coming we're going to be announcing it in january And you have got to get on our list. So make sure that you head on over to Chic Influencer and you get on our list. So go to our Instagram account, at Chic Influencer. Go to at Melanie Mitro. Make sure you click the link in my bio. And you get on the list to be in the know of what is coming and what is happening. And because you're not going to want to miss out on it. We are masterminding and developing and we have taken all of our years in network marketing and have put together a experience that is unlike anything else that's out there that is going to blow your mind and it's something you've been asking for. So we can't wait to share it with you. So make sure you get on the list so that you're a part of it. And now this is a perfect segue into today. Today is our day to start planting the seed for 2024. And the reason I'm doing this at the beginning of December is because you need some time, my friend. You need some time to really unpack 2023. You need some time to really think through what you want next year to look like. And I'm going to share a lot of what Katie and I really talk about in our in our own day-to-day operations when we're deciding what we want Chic Influencer services to look like and what the future of our company is going to be. These are some of the things that we are talking about. And we actually started our planning for 2024 at the beginning of November. And we are just now, here we are, first week of December, coming into clarity after we've unpacked our reflection and we've had time to think about different scenarios and throw all these different ideas on the table and then really find what is going to be the best fit for us that 
honors the relationships that are important to us. And I feel like this is such a growth spurt that we've had because in the past, it was all about the business, the bottom line and achieving the goal and the next accolade and the next thing that you're driving towards. And a lot of times, you know, the family stuff sort of came at the end of it. And so I made a reel on Sunday about just spending time with my family and baking and how in the past I would have canceled holiday traditions. And now here I am prioritizing those things because I see how you can have both a incredible career and an incredible personal life. But you've got to be really clear on that. And you really have to get laser focused on what it is that you want and and where you're going. So, you know, Gady and I really are sitting down to say, what's 2024 going to look like? What are the areas of our business and our life that we want to make sure are dialed in, that are in alignment? What didn't we like about 2023? And what services did we offer that felt really good? And what services that did we offer that didn't feel really good? And so I want to just say, this is a great time for you to begin to do the same. And so I am going to walk you through this PDF and you can actually download the PDF and you can do this assignment. And I encourage you to do it first with yourself. And then I encourage you, if you lead an organization, to actually do this with your organization too. Because it's so important that every single year we start off with clarity, with a excited vision and a purpose of what we're working on and what we're working towards and where we want to go with things. So first and foremost, your end of year reflection, most people don't do it. And I'm doing this podcast right now and you're listening to me and you're going to download this PDF that's in the show notes. And some of you aren't going to do it. And you're going to get to the end of 2023 and you're going to be like, that was a wash. I want to forget about it. I want to file it away in the trash can and I want to start fresh. And that is such a a do not do. That is like one of those things, red blinking light that right now I am thinking out loud, don't do it. Don't do it because now if you don't sit back and look at 2023 and get uncomfortable with it, I get it. Maybe you're going to look at your year and it's going to shine the light on the fact that you made a lot of excuses. You let fear get in your way. You compared yourself. You didn't use your time wisely. It's okay. You have to look at that stuff because if you don't, You'll just do the same thing next year. If we don't actually get real with ourselves, we will literally make the same mistakes every single year. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. And that's not how you get ahead. Even in our five-year chic anniversary, we sit down and we ask ourselves, what do we like? What don't we like? Where are we inefficient? Where can we get better at using our time and our resources? What uncomfortable things do we need to do next year so that we can grow the scale and the magnitude and the impact that we know that we want to make next year? That's not always easy to do. It's painful. It requires you to look at your blind spots, but that's how all successful people get ahead. I have done this for over a decade now. 
and I'm going to teach you how to do the same. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to look back on the year. And I want you to ask yourself, like, what words actually come to mind when you begin to think about your year? Is it joy? Do you, did you feel empowered this year? Was it a year of growth? Was it a year of frustration? Overwhelm? Did you feel like you were working in your strength zones in terms of the way you support your customers, in the way that you grow your team? Do you feel like you were focusing on the right parts of your business that actually produced the results that you wanted to get? So ask yourself that. What did you do this year that you loved? And what did you do this year that didn't impact your bottom line. There have been years where I've invested in ads or I've invested in coaching and I didn't get the return on my investment. And so at the end of the year, instead of just continuing to run certain ads, I stopped them and I reimagined it. And I took a look at the funnel and I took a look at the flow and how I was marketing. And I made some adjustments so that where I was putting my money and my investment was actually producing the return on the actual investment. Also, there have been years where I've looked back and I've said, wow, I feel completely depleted and I am burnt out. And when I ask myself why, I can then clearly identify, oh, I spent a lot of time with people that were talkers. Like I talked about on last week's podcast episode with your weighted vest, right? If you spend a lot of time with people who can talk a good game, but don't take action, you begin to feel depleted. And when you feel depleted, you start to resent your business. Well, if I feel that way now, I'm going to say, what does next year look like? Okay, it looks like setting up more group coaching calls. It's one hour of my week versus five hours of one-on-ones that I'm doing. It is setting up more boundaries in terms of when I work my personal business and when I mentor my team. That allows me to still fill my cup in the personal pipeline, but still feel like I'm serving my team adequately. You know, maybe it is running more group programs for onboarding team members versus doing everything one-on-one. So I can really get in there and say, these are the things that drained me. Here's the projects I want to work on going into next year so that I have a solution. Because what most people do is they're like, oh yeah, network marketing doesn't work. You have to work 24-7. Or network marketing doesn't work because you give all your time to these people and they let you down. And in reality, that's not it at all. It's a business and we have to manage our emotions. We have to manage our what we say yes to, our priorities, and we have to manage our people. So it's on us to make a change. It's not that the industry is broken. It's how we're approaching it that is actually not the most efficient way to go about it. So let's figure out what caused us stress and let's reimagine it. How can we get to the outcome, whether it's income or rank, in a different way. Now, for network marketers, my friends, sometimes this is hard because you're comparing, oh, well, Sally got to the top of the company and she had a community. Or Lisa got to the top income earner in the company and she went viral on social media. And Josie, she rocked her business and earned in the top 10 of the company. 
And she had really great freemiums and automation set up. And so we can start to look at what other people do. And then we can begin to think that's the only way to get to the top. And maybe the way that they did it isn't something that we have a desire or interest to do. That is powerful. You have to reimagine ways to get to your goals. All right. Now, inside of the end of your reflection, I walk you through what projects do you want to work on? But I almost want you to say, write down your list. This is like, we're just throwing it out there. There's no right or wrong answer. This is you putting all the ideas and brain dumping them. And then you're going to go back to this. And then you're going to start to pull out what makes the most sense for you to actually spend your time on. I was listening to a training a couple of weeks ago, and the trainer was talking about creativity. And the only way to get to your good ideas is to have like a lot of bad ideas. And so out of every 50 ideas you throw out on the table, there's like a few diamonds in the rough, five or six of them. But you got to get it all out there to find the really great ideas that are hidden amidst the really bad ideas that are that are there. So you got to get them out. So let's get all the ideas. What are the projects you want to do next year? Then eventually we'll narrow it down to the ones that actually make the most sense based off of where you want to go in your business and your life. Asking yourself too, what are the areas of your business that you did experience growth? Step back. So many of you are so focused on, I didn't do X, Y, and Z that we forget the things we did do. Maybe this year wasn't your best financial year, but holy heck, you improved your health 100%. Maybe this year was the year that you maybe didn't recruit a ton of people to your team, but your customer flow is dialed in. So let's be proud of the areas we did grow this year and the things that we were able to course correct that are actually setting us up for the next year's wins. When we think we're failing, right, when we think that we're failing and we're not doing a good enough job, we really do ourselves a disservice because I find that five years into my direct sales business, I wouldn't be where I am today without the past five years, not direct sales business, into Chic Influencer. I needed all those five years of experience and trying things out to figure out what the right decision is for the company for next year. Also, we also look at things we do or have done that are stagnant, that are declining. So if every single Monday night you run a team call, but you're noticing your participation is going down on those calls, you have to ask yourself, is it the time of year, which right now, typically you do see a little bit of a decline, but does my time work anymore? Are my, do I need to give it a refresh? Am I not adding enough value that's actually getting people to show up for these calls? Those are things that are really important is that we're creating an opportunity for people to, people to win. And if systems aren't working, they need a little bit of updating. And that's a big thing that I do with my mastermind clients is we look at the current flow of support, whether it's through customer side of things or it's through the opportunity and new partner side of things. And we're really saying what's not working, what is working, how do we make it better? 
So that's important. You also need to think about what do I need that is going to support the growth that I want to have? For so many of us, we can spend a lot of our time really trying to figure it out. And what I find is that we circle the mountain and we waste three or four months. And many of you are going to get into the new year and you're not going to want to invest. You're going to want to figure it out on your own. You're going to get to the end of quarter number one. You're going to get to the end of March. And then you're going to say, oh my gosh, I needed to invest in coaching. I needed to do invest in the mastermind. I needed to invest in the chic branding experience. And now you've got three months of frustration underneath of your belt. And so this is really a time where you sit down and say, what's the investment that I actually need to make if I want to see growth in March? We don't want to get to March and decide we need to grow because we're already a quarter behind. This is a good time for you to sit down and say, what am I looking for in a mentor? What am I looking for in a service? What are the areas that I am not strong at that somebody else is that I could learn from. And it's putting yourself in rooms and paying to be in rooms. It's not the free opportunities that your network marketing company gives you. It's not the free trainings. It is paying for a coach or a mastermind, getting in a room, committing to your goals, and going for it. That's where the biggest growth for myself, for Katie, that's when that happened was when we bet on ourselves. We invested a significant amount of money to get some coaching so that we could take the business to the next level. We don't want to get into 2024 and say, oh, it's, you know, we're not, we're not at our targets. We haven't made enough money this year. We're not going to invest. We need to conserve. Sometimes you got to spend money to make money. That is really important. I also want you to go back and really look at your vision board. This sometimes is a painful thing to do because your vision board a lot of times, you know, is something that you were working on in January of last year, and it could have been six months since you looked at it last. Let's go back to that. How does it make you feel when you look at that board? What are the things that you go, oh, I don't even know why I wrote that? totally out of alignment. No biggie. Just you got to acknowledge it. You also have to acknowledge when you're taking things off the vision board because you didn't follow through, even though you really still want them. Be careful not to make excuses for the things that you want. Also, if you look at the vision board and it means nothing to you, it evokes no emotion, there's no pain in there because you haven't accomplished it, those just aren't the right things. So let's get excited about the vision. What kind of team do you want to create? What kind of customer experience do you want to have going into next year? If you want to earn a top 10 trip, if you want to earn an incentive, a bonus, a walk across stage, an accolade, whatever, you want to speak at a company conference, put it on the list. It is not silly. It is not too shiny. It is It is exactly where you need to be. So let's get it on the list and let's get it out there. So I also want you to think about really taking a moment to begin to say, what are going to be my goals for next year? This is always where I find that I need to sit down and write it all out. This is an opportunity for you to get out this PDF and do a brain dump. This brain dump allows you to say, this is what worked. This is what didn't work. This is what felt in alignment. This is what felt totally 
out of alignment. Then from there, you start to write out your goals for next year. Then I'm going to encourage you to get the book, The 12-Week Year, one of my favorites, and read that. I read it every year in December, and I take time to really think about where I want to go, who I want to be, the business I want to have, the people surrounding me, the income that I'm earning, and I get really crystal clear on that. So that by the time I get to the last week of December, I have clarity in what I'm going to be focused on. I have a lot of clarity. I know exactly on January 1st, the actions that I'm taking. As a leader, I do this with my organization. We will actually start our end of year reflection around the 13th of December. And by the time we get to the new year, my leaders are cl- have clarity, my organization has clarity, and we're all moving in the right direction. So many of you listening to this right now, you're trying to wrap up the end of 2023, and you can't even think about goals until you hit your goals for this year. Now, I'm not asking you to go into full-on planning mode, but could you download the freebie? Could you download this PDF and start working on it a little bit at a time? And can I challenge you to just carve out every week an opportunity to read through your notes, to do some research on your year, to start to set goals, to start to print out some new pictures for your vision board, and to get clear on it so that you don't walk into the new year feeling behind, but you're already clear about where you're going. This is so powerful. I am such a big fan of, yes, finishing December strong and not just saying I'll come back fresh in the new year. But this is the time I'm asking you to wear two hats. A little bit of your quiet time is actually spent on this reflection while you're also showing up in your business doing what you need to do to end the month strong. You guys, such a powerful activity and one that we're going to be breaking down, especially on my social media over the next month. So make sure that if you don't follow me on Instagram, you follow me at Melanie Mitro on Instagram. Make sure you tag me in today's podcast episode. And definitely, if you're doing your reflection, print it out. Tag me on social media. Let me know that you're working on it. Hit me up in the DMs. Ask me any questions that you have. I so believe in the network marketing industry and what it can do for all of us. And I want that for you too. So friends, I hope today got the wheels turning about the possibilities that are endless if you decide to go all in. This is something I do with my mastermind and we're getting ready to kick off our our sessions. And if you are listening and you know you need a business mentor and maybe you've even looked at the Leadership Mastermind page before and you've said, well, maybe, maybe I don't need it. I don't want to spend the money. I want to just encourage you to fill out that application. Literally go do it right now. This could be the game changer for you. I mean, it will be the game changer for you next year. This mastermind, these group of women that are in here are fire. They are passionate about their business. They're going places. They're taking it to the top. They can't wait to get in there and roll up their sleeves and do 
the work because they want to build a respectable network marketing business. They want to be a strong leader with a clear vision and direction for their organization. And I want you to have that too. So come check out the mastermind. The last few spots are filling up fast. I would love to have you as a part of it. And as always, make sure you head on over to iTunes, leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved most about this podcast. And I'll see you back here for another episode of the Women Inspiring Women podcast.